I just want to give honour to my bishop. I call him my bishop because he's my pastor. Been for my pastor, what, 10 years? Yeah, longer than that. Who's counting years, eh? Hey, my pastor Nathan here, Nathan of the Council of Pentecostal Church here. We're both ex-gen, doing it together. Amen. All you young, young servants of the Lord, it's really a pleasure to... Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to preach any rocket science. It's not rocket science. You've probably heard it before. Um, but I'm hoping to pass some full kingdom keys. Maybe, maybe you 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 need reminder of, or maybe there's someone that you're ministering to, like maybe a new saint or someone at work or school or something like that. And these full kingdom keys will help you and others. In that place where something is blocking the prayers going to heaven. Have you ever been in a place where you feel like your prayers are just bouncing off the ceiling? Your prayers are like empty. There's like, what's going on here? You know, like, what's what's going on? And and you'll notice that there's all keys there and it's like houses on there. Do you know right at this minute, Jesus, the Lord of glory, is making a mansion for you, a home for you to be in, in heaven. So I would hate for you to leave tonight without having these keys. Right? And so when you leave tonight, I hope that you have these keys and maybe you can go to Bunnings or something like that and get a carbon copy so you can pass on to your friends and family. Yeah? Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I just thank you, God, for your body, your spirit, Lord Jesus, and your word, Lord God. Lord, your word is like honey, Lord God. Lord, your word is like something that we can uh, refer to, Lord, and, and nourish us, Lord, when, when we feel like we need a feed, Lord Jesus. I am so thankful for your blood, Lord God, that, Lord, adopted your sons and your daughters, Lord God, that we may sit at your table, Lord. And Lord, forgive me, Lord, for being having a parched voice, but Lord, you know that I've given you my all in worship tonight, Lord God, and I just pray, Lord God, that your people, Lord, will receive your heart, Lord God, your message to them, Lord, that they may learn, not of me, Lord, but of you, Lord Jesus. Customise it, Lord, in their language, in their, in their way of thinking, Lord, that, Lord, they can reproduce and take hold of these kingdom keys, Lord, for future, um, to be in season, Lord, for to be in season, Lord, because you need us to be in season, Lord, to give an honourable, uh, reasonable answer for those that may have questions. So I have four keys there. And I love that picture because it has, like, colours, and I love colours. Because I'm all about the kingdom of God. Amen. So, brother, if you go to the next slide, let's read this out. And Jesus said this. Normally this is in, in red. And, and basically it's called the Lord's Prayer. But it's sort of like an instruction guide to mankind on, on like type points on, on how, to, how to pray. Sometimes we, we pray amiss, yeah? Sometimes we... we, we yeah, anyway... So you'll notice I've got like different colours here. That's because when I do my notes, I highlight in different colours 
to a thought process or a thinking in my brain. When I see the colour green, it refers to um, a line of uh, teaching to green, and the yellow is another teaching, and the red and the blue, you get what I mean. So, these kingdom keys, you could probably write a book, and maybe I should write a book, right? And maybe there are books on this, but I've only got like 20 minutes, so I'm going to make this brief, right? So it says in Matthew 6, uh, 9 to 30, it says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be whose name? Thy name. That's God's name, right? Right? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Uh, what's it say? And so we're looking for unity of, of um, principle, of, of, of conduct, of the way we manage our lives, the way the, what we pray for and, and where our mind and our heart should be. Our, our mind and heart should not be on, on really earthly things, but things that are kingdom, that are worthy of kingdom. Yeah? Right? And then what does it say after that? Give us what this day our daily bread. So anything that you may need in your life, right? God's not going to let you starve, yeah. But then you you must agree with me. There's things in our life that are just bad juju, right? There's things in our life that we don't need. We may want it. Like if you're a diabetic, you may want a lot of sugar. Something yeah. sweet. Hey, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but if you were to take that bad juju, right, it would probably give you a spike or something and you'd probably get comatized, yeah? yeah? So the Lord makes sure that what he feeds our spirit is that that makes us last a distance because we don't want to fall before the end, yeah? We, we, are, we are trying to attain a crown of righteousness, yeah? And what does it say in red? It says, Forgive us our sins. That's important. Because I don't know about you, but I'm still mortal. And sometimes I, you know, there's sins and that. And what else it says? Forgive us. Those who temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yeah. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and all the glory forever. Amen. So, it's important for us to be forgiving as well as us to forgive, right? And, and lead us not to, into temptation, but deliver us from evil, from the kingdom, for thine is the kingdom, the power of the Lord, forever. Amen. So if you haven't noticed, I'm trying to be tricky here, you might have noticed that different colours of that scripture there, it just happens to match the colours on those keys. Isn't that so me? And I, I've got to really thank Microsoft PowerPoint for that. That's, that's, if you go to the next slide, yeah? This is one of my favourite scriptures at all time. And you'll notice as well, as I've got the same colour coding as well. Isn't that me? Right? And I'll go on and explain about that, right? We all know about King Solomon. Now, apparently, rumour has it that King Solomon was the wisest man in all the earth. Right? It says in uh, 2 Chronicles 
1 verse 12 that wisdom and knowledge, uh, uh, knowledge was granted unto him and uh, granted unto thee and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor such as none kid, kings have had or have been before thee and I'm just murdering this and thou shall have after thee so basically God's saying wow I'm really impressed by the prayer that was up there before um, and so in respect to that prayer right this is my answer his answer was if my people who are called by my name who who is called by God's name yeah yeah anyone here not called by God's name Jesus name because we can sort that out at the end right shall humble themselves now you notice that's a green that's green right yeah and pray you notice that's in yellow right and seek my face notice that's in blue and turn from their wicked ways right so so in the first scripture that i read out there was four keys there and in god's reply to Solomon they had like a long prayer that I don't have time to read out tonight basically summed up what Jesus was talking about in the New Testament and the Lord replied go the other one and the Lord replied with the same keys so it's as if that when Solomon was praying right each one of those kings was going to one of those locks for that color unlocking that thing of blessing, that door, for that line of thought that I'm going to break down. Right? And when all those keys and, and deadlocks were opened up, then there was a promise. The promise said, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will hear their land. Isn't that a neat promise? Does it end, does it end there? Right? It says, now my eyes shall be open and my ears will attend to thy prayer made in this place. So what I'm saying, church, is if you ever feel like your prayers aren't being heard or a mate of yours is feeling like their prayers aren't being heard, by the grace of God, I want to try and impart my understanding of how these four keys work. Yeah. All right. So King Solomon had all this wealth and riches, right? Problem was, is he was he thought he was so smart that he got stupid, and he was so rich in wealth that he became poor in spirit. You know, he had everything going for him, and then at the end, you might have read the book of Leviticus and stuff like that. It's all from that. It's all vanity. He had to go through the school of hard knocks to discover that it's all not just what I think, it's all not just how I feel or, or how much money I've got in my bank, right? There's much more to life than what's here in the physical realm that we can see. And a lot of it has got to do with us being humble, right? Which is the green one. Humility and thanksgiving is the first key that you will need to unlock right the door of God's blessing all right because what happened is we get into a stage now that the devil the devil now 
is no longer hiding. The time is time is gone where the where the devil will hide and, and try to trick you. It's just open now. You go on Airbnb, Spotify, Netflix. I never had Netflix, but in this Airbnb we've got this Netflix. And you know they've got a whole channel to abominations. Computer games, cartoons, little bit, little bit just corrupting us. And we just take that in and we can we numb ourselves. And and peradventure that we are wise to it, are we good enough teachers to teach our children the wiles of the enemy, like my bishop talked about this morning? Adam, first man on planet Earth, he failed. He had one job. I men, I give women, women put up a lot from us men. Because we had one job and we couldn't even do that. Anyway, I won't, I won't play the blame game. So humility, humility and thankfulness is the first key to the first lock. Right? Sometimes you don't know what you're going through. Sometimes it's a bitter pill. I gotta eat something. Humble pie. Maybe some veggies in that. You know, apparently real men don't eat quiche. But if you don't eat quiche, you don't get strong because apparently there's a lot of protein in that quiche and things that you need. I'm being funny, but I'm being serious at the same time. Right? The Bible says this, right? If you want true wisdom, right, fear of the Lord is your first way to get there. What do I mean by that? Well, Proverbs 15.33 says, The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. You know you will learn more if you say, you know what, I'm going to just be teachable. I'm going to disrespect God for who he is and I'm going to let him do what he needs to do in my life. Because often we don't learn the lesson until after. It's like practical. We go through our traineeship, right? Right. Also, Proverbs 18 verse 12 says that, and this is what um, old mate Solomon found out the hard way, before destruction, the heart of man is, uh, is uh, him, him. Before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty. Right? That's like, um, how, how do you say haughty? It's like, um, yeah, unteachable, snobbish, stuck up. Um, look it up in the dictionary, Seth. It's haughty. Um, and before honour, right? Be, before honour is humility. And we might all know that saying is pride comes before what? A fall. So we know that Satan was taken out and. Many people, maybe you may know in history, and famous people, or maybe even yourself or a friend that you know, is 
They get prideful and then they fall, yeah? All right. Proverbs um, 22 verse 4 says, By humility and fear of the Lord right, are riches and honour and life. You know that there is uh, untapped riches and honour in your life if you just take a chill pill, take a step back and be teachable and let God direct you in your steps. Amen. You can learn a lot. Amen. This is like my favourite scripture of all time. Turn to Jeremiah 17 verse 5. Thus saith the Lord. So God is speaking to us, right? Cursed. We don't want to be cursed, so we better listen up. Be the man that trusteth in man. What does that mean? Alright. If we trust in human reasoning, right, we can lead ourselves astray. I can, read, I can read a lot of self-help books, right? But you know, a lot of those self-help books are written by men with multiple failed marriages. You know what I mean? Right? And make it his flesh his arm. Right? And woe and his heart depart from the Lord. If your heart is going for, from God, it is a sure way to destruction. What's the next verse, brother? For he shall be... What else? What it says next? What it says next? It says, and, no, 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 go back. Go back. And shall not see when good comes back, shall inhabit the parts, places of wilderness in the salt land, and, and shall not be out. What's the next one? Alright, so I'm going to pause there. There's times in our lives that we go through a desert experience called the wilderness. Right? The point of the wilderness is to make us, not break us. The point of the wilderness is for us to lose our, 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 our comfort zone, the stuff that we're used to, that we may hang on to, right? It's a time that we, uh, we get closer to God, right? And we draw from uh, God's nourishment. And if we do that, if we draw, if we draw nigh to God, as the scriptures say, draw nigh unto me and I draw nigh unto you, this is the promise, right? Verse 17, verse 7 says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. So if you feel like that you're in a down and out situation, this is you right now. Alright? What's the next verse? For he shall be what? Planted by the rivers, by the waters that spread the roots by the river and shall not see him coming. But her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Is that the next line? Drought, yeah. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. You know that the more you tap into the spiritual things of God, even though you feel like you're in a dry place right now, if you just forget about the sun, right? If you just forget about the heat and you go, you know what? I'm going to dig deep into God, right? Because unless a seed dies to itself, unless the pressure of the soil cracks that seed, no life can come from that seed. There's no new life. Right? But, and God promise you, right, as long as you dig deep, you will find 
the waters. You will find the secret streams that are under the ground that people don't see on the surface, like cactuses and stuff like that. You ever wondered how there's like a cactus in the desert? How do they survive? Well, God allowed them to survive because he made them that way too. Right? And, you know, I don't want you to be prickly all that, but just a, just a, 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 a visual example of what can happen. Right? What's the next verse? The, yeah, whoa. This should be underlined. Because uh, you guys know me. You know I'm a very passionate man. I'm very emotional. I'm, I'm, I'm very in your face. And, and I used to have a short fuse because I, I had red hair. But praise the Lord, I've lost all my hair. Right? And the one thing my, my pastor back then and my, my people that were watering me when I was a young young man in the Lord, because I was like I was like the seed of the stony soil, I shot quick. Right? Is they said, Brother Jason, your heart is deceitful above all things. And it's desperately wicked. You don't even know it. You know, the world says follow your heart. Well if you you, you can't rely on your heart all the time because your heart may be wanting the wrong thing. And you, your heart may be praying for something and your heart is praying amiss because our heart is of our flesh. Right? Alright, what's the next verse? I, the Lord, search the heart and I try the range. You know, your motives are going to be tested. And it's that green key that's going to help you unlock that door. Because it's that green key, whether you use it or not, will either get broken in the lock or you'll not even use it, or will open that door. Because you may get tried, and you may not like it, and you may say, you know what, I'm walking away, I'm going to buck the log off my back. Why are you on my back, Lord? Get off my back! And one day you're in church, and the next day you're not. Right? The Lord will test you. And it's not because he, he, he hates you, it's because He loves you. He wants what's best for you. What's the next one? Amen. That's uh, desperately wicked. Oh, Lord, okay. Alright. That leads to my next point. We heard a great testimony that there's ministers in training and I'm really thankful for that. I'm really thankful that. I, I, I was, praise the Lord, um, got, got, uh, went through the MIT leadership with Nathan and, and, and Pastor Barry. I went through that. And you know there were some times where we bucked heads. There were some tough times. There were some, well, I won't talk about the fruit of the Spirit, but there were some times where it was a really tough uh, I had to learn some tough lessons and I had to hear some tough words to, to, to for my work to be where I am today. Right? It's, it, it's, it, the world is not like a bed of roses. It's not like you just hop on, hop on, the, on a bus and, and there, you know what I mean? You've got to be teachable. 
And 1 Peter verse 5 says, or chapter 5, verse 5 says, Likewise, ye younger, yeah, submit unto the elder. In this day and age, I felt to put this in because it's not kosher, hey. In this day of YouTube and stuff like that, and you know, rebellion. I don't know, maybe I'm old school, maybe I'm out of touch with people. I don't know, but I feel that we, the generation of today is losing, they're submitting themselves to eldership, to the parents. It says in 1 Timothy 3.16 that these things will happen in the end times, that children will, yeah, and there'll be lovers of evil and lovers of pleasure, yeah, that was for free. Um, and all of you might be subjected to one another. You know there is great teaching moments is when you uh, how do I say this? You sort of just take a back seat and you, you don't be so thoughtful but you, you learn of the brethren. You know what I mean? For your sake of the brethren Right, you sort of um, you might think that you're more mature in the Lord or whatever, you know. He might think so; he's more mature than you. But you know, there's great learning experiences to be humble with each other and just accept them for who they are, where they are, at where they are, and just learn whatever life lessons God can teach you in that moment. And that's another Bible study on its own. Right? For God resists the proud. And give us grace to the humble. That applies everywhere, whether you're at school, at work, in an MIT meeting, with your family. <laughs> you know? Great, great learning experience there. So that's your green key. Alright? And I'll have these notes to send if anyone wants them. You can add to them. This is just a, a quick one. What's the next key? The next key was a yellow key, right? The yellow key is prayer. Prayer is important. Prayer is to ask to gain the favour or make a request. 1 John 1, 5, uh, first chapter 5, verse 14 and 15 says, and, is this, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, According to his will, is that there? I can't see. Is it? I'm blind right now. I've got that in my Bible, highlighted red. Because, and underlined and in bold, because, because I've got the computer. Because it's important to be in his will. We don't want to pray out of his will. We want to pray in his will, alright? For he hears us. And the more we pray in his will, the more of an interchange between God and us happens where we start seeing, getting more of that revelation I was telling you about before, right? And what's the next verse? It says in 15, And if we know, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that 
we have the petition that we desire of him. Huh, I'm just murdering that. Basically, it says we can be sure that our prayers are going to be answered. Why? Because God and us are, 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 are in not, we're in tight, and we, we're, we're praying in good faith. He's tried our reins, he's tried our hearts, and he's going, right, this is the direction that, that I want you to go. And you go, yes, Lord, I'm going this direction. Help me to, 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 to learn from whatever direction I'm in, right? Cool. Right. James 5, 13, 16 says, For any among you are afflicted. Is there anyone afflicted here today? All right, afflicted one. Let him pray. Right? Is anyone merry like Brother Jason? Let him sing psalms. All right? Is there any sick among you? Right? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him with anointing, him or her, with anointing oil in the name of the Lord. What's the Lord's name? Jesus. Jesus. All right. If we don't ask, how can we receive? See these keys, these these keys, these are these are unlock our mental blockages. It's not like God needs a key, he's got like special keys that you have to unlock things. It's, it's often, it's us that lock ourselves up. Right? And so we must believe that he is and he's able to hear our prayers. And we must be willing to, to seek the Lord and pray. Amen. 1 Timothy uh, 2, uh, 1, 8 says, I exhort thee, first of all, all supplications and prayers uh, and intercession, giving thanks uh, made to all men, for kings and authority uh, that may be uh, uh, led in a quiet and peaceful and godly. I've just murdered that again. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Basically, we need to pray just to make it today. Amen. I'll get to the next one. All right. The blue key I've got is seeking. Ask, seek, and knock. You know what I mean? Alright, so seeking, right? Romans 8 20, 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit help, helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for. Uh, uh, this one too. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And that was a tooth being pulled. That's what I like about speaking in tongues. Is when you get yourself, when you're fully in, when you go into the moment and you're seeking God's face, all in, you're stepping up, right? You'll find that your spirit will start speaking to God in things that like gibberish, yeah. that that broadband language, right? And that's another key for unlocking God's uh, kingdom. Amen. Seek ye the kingdom of uh, kingdom of God for His righteousness, and these things shall be unted unto you. All right. Luke uh, eleven nine says, uh, "For I say un unto you, ask and it shall be given; seek and you shall find." Knock and then the door shall be opened up for you. Right? Hebrews 11:6 says, 
<coughs> for without faith it is what? Impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is, that he is God and that he is that a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We want to be diligent. That's why you've got to be all in. Right? One last key is the red key. And what I reckon is one of the most important keys. Because all these keys don't work without this key. And this key is repentance. You can have all the other keys. But I don't think the keys work without the repentance key. Because we need to turn from our wicked ways. Funny enough is you can be filled with the Holy Ghost when you repent from your sins. That key there opens up for God to come in and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we are living, we are living in a, uh, an age where we need to be sober and we need to be vigilant. Right? We need to be sober and vigilant, like I was ranting on before. There's so much stuff. And it's not necessary that, that mankind's created new evil. It's just created a new way to market it. You know what I mean? It's gone from internet land and stuff like that. So be sober and be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, is like a warring lion who walketh around seeking whom he may devour, whom uh, resisted steadfastly in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in the brethren that are in the world. You know there is nothing that you go through that God cannot help you through? They'll preach. There's nothing that you are going through that God cannot help you through. Amen? Amen. All right. All right. And that's, and back that up because I need proof. 1 Corinthians 10, uh, uh, 13. What does that say? It says, There hath no temptation that hath taken, uh, taken you such as common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above. Can I just pause here? If you are finding yourself giving into your temptation, that's the perfect opportunity to learn where your exits are. Because God doesn't want you to go to temptation. He doesn't want you to sin. He actually wants to help you through it. So there is a hard truth there. If you are finding yourself sinning and you are not going through the exit, what's wrong? Are you using that red key? That, that, that one thing, if you are not taking your exit that God is giving you, because He has given us, believe me, I've been around a bush a few times, right? And I know what it's like to be tempted and fall into that temptation. And I'll tell you what, brothers and sisters, I had to dig deep Lord, why aren't I taking that exit? You said in your word that you would not suffer me to be tempted. What? 
And this is the perfect opportunity for you to be with God in your quiet place at the altar or whatever. And God, God, teach me about me. Why am I not going out in your exit? Why am I tempted so much that I'm not hating it? And, and I'm dwelling on this because I don't care who you are, we're all human. We all at a place that we don't take that exit, man. Amen. And I'm not holier than thou, and I'm just a brother, and I'm here, and I'll pray with you, mate. But I'm telling you, whatever we can to pray you through, to get the revelation on how to take the exit, we'll do it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And it's my prayer today that, that if someone is suffering, that they will be able to take that, that they'd be able to bear it. Amen. Maybe, maybe you need an accountability buddy. You know what I mean? Like, some, like myself, I had a prayer buddy. And that prayer buddy was my accountability buddy. You know? And I'll ring that buddy up. Or pray with that buddy. I said, buddy, I need prayer. Sometimes I'll say, sometimes I say, uh, uh, un, un, unspecified reason. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, you know what I mean? The, the main thing is, is you are being humble with the green key, right? You're being humble with the green key to, to admit that you've got a problem, right? Give thanks to God that you've got a problem that he can help you through, right? Pray and, and, and seek God with, with that issue that you've got with and turn in that moment that you're dealing with. Right? And then God says, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their men. You know when God forgave me, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't just not bless me, but he blessed my wife and now that I've got a family. I'm a witness. I'm a witness to the glory of God. I used to be an atheist. And so I can testify, hand on heart, and say, if you, my brothers and sisters, practice these four keys, nothing shall be beyond your reach. Your family will be blessed. Your work will be blessed. When you wake up in the morning, when you lay your head to rest, you will be blessed. Amen. If we just come for the altar call now, I, I just want to take this moment. If one of those four keys strike you as something that you need to get cut, let's cut up right now. Come to the altar and let God cut these keys for you today. We need these keys. We need to be humble. If you are pride, humble yourself. Get that cut, key cut. If you need help in praying, get that key cut. If you haven't been seeking the Lord lately, and you, you haven't been seeking His kingdom, get that key cut. And one thing, highlighted in red, is you need to get that key cut where you hate the sin that you're in. You need to hate it. You like, you like it now, but you need to learn to hate it because I'm telling you the truth. If you don't see it how God sees it, you'll never leave it. 
And if you never leave it, you're too heavy to, to get, get it. Because you need all those keys to open up your mansion in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God.